No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Host, Rob Harper, and with me today is David Bray. Dave Bray, I'll say. How are you, Dave? Hey, I'm well, Rob. Thanks for having me on today. Terrific. Dave is a United States veteran. He served in the U.S. Navy as an 8404 FMF Corpsman for the 2nd Battalion, 2nd Marines. Dave is now a national touring musician, singer, songwriter, and has dedicated his musical career to supporting U.S. veterans, active duly military, fire, police, and first responders. Dave's new album, Music on a Mission, is available on iTunes and includes his breakout single, Last Call. And before we get into our interview with Dave, I'm going to play you just a snippet of the video of the uh, on YouTube. It's, it's fantastic. Here we go. you write this what were you, what was the thought process behind this video the song well the song last call is uh, obviously it's about fallen law enforcement and in this day and age um you know if anybody i'm going to touch on this a couple times today if anybody watched the bet awards last night uh one of the comments that was made was that it is the artist's duty to reflect on the times um it's our interpretation and the lens through which we see those times unfortunately is what differs between a lot of us artists out there um, where most people see law enforcement as the enemy or uh, the villain, I see them as the hero. And what we're seeing more and more each day is that we're losing more law enforcement, men and women in uniform, um, line of duty deaths and deaths to suicide than we are in our military and our veteran community. So that song is about a, a fallen law enforcement officer. And he's basically he's basically saying, hey, listen, I'm on the radio. I've been hit. Um, I'm bleeding out, but I want you to tell my wife and kids that I love them. I want you to tell my children that I'll always be watching over them. And I want you to tell my brothers and sisters in blue um, that I did my best. And that's, you know, what I found is that that those are the last words that a lot of these men actually say. And that was after finding out and after writing the song, obviously. So it's just a way to basically give those fallen officers their last words for their last call. Right. It's, it's powerful. I was listening to some of your other music and. 
uh, it's just the, the nature of it. Like you consider yourself a patriotic entertainer. Uh, in today's political environment, we know that a lot of the entertainers that are out there, they seem to be unpatriotic. Uh, they don't like the country. They want to leave the country. They feel that, you know, President Trump being the president was the wrong choice. And I was looking online, I saw a, a, a picture actually of you and the president. It looks like you guys were having a good time chatting it up. Uh, how do we get back that feeling of patriotism in your in your view? Well, I think I think there's a misinformed um, definition of patriotism. I think a lot of people believe. I mean, the essence of patriotism is revolution and uh, basically standing up against something. Um, it's basically standing for your belief system. And I think there's a huge divide in what patriotism truly is in this country compared to what your little pocket um, political group might think uh, patriotism is. Um, what we're seeing more often is you have all these different uh, idealistic groups that are all separated um, with their own personal identities, whether it be the you know LGB or certain race groups or different political groups. And then you have a, a group of Trump supporters who are being demonized for standing up for the entire country. And where we cast a larger net, these small groups are just tiny little fishing lines that are trying to yank and tear the fabric of our nation apart. So we see a lot of people saying that they are not patriotic, but deep in their hearts, I believe that they think they might actually be doing the right thing for the country because they don't like the direction of the country. It's right. not that they don't like being here. Trust me, they love all the benefits of being in America or else they wouldn't be flooding our borders and staying here after they've claimed that they were going to move to Canada if Trump was elected. So it's just one of those things that we have uh, happening more and more in this country is we have all these different groups that are separating themselves from the country and therefore their own idea of patriotism is not in line with what is best for everybody else in the nation. Right, right. Now you served in the military, you're in the Navy. How long were you there for? So I did I did only two years with the uh, with the Dixie Cup Navy, Cracker Jack Navy, Blue Side Navy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I crossed over and I served as an FMF corpsman. Um, the Fleet Marine Force, they don't have any medical personnel. The Marines, the United States Marine Corps doesn't hire medical personnel. They actually remove the medical personnel and take them in from the United States Navy. Um, a lot of people don't understand the Marines and the Navy are basically one big uh, department. And right. it's the amphibious portion and then the fleet portion. So I ended up going to the, the Marine Corps side of the house. And I, that's where I started learning more and more about combat, combat medicine. I went to uh, urban sniper school, recon and surveillance, and then just kind of continued with the Marine Corps and the sniper teams for the rest of my employment. Right. Now, so what made you decide to serve your country? What is it about the military that makes you that drove you there? Well, I think as a young kid. Um, you know, I grew up in a very small town, America. When I say small town, we're talking a couple hundred, not even a thousand, you know, no traffic lights. Uh, we had a roundabout, we had a store and a gas station and a firehouse and a baseball field. That was basically what we grew up with. Um, you know, when I say small town, I mean, everybody knows everybody. Right. So when, 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 when somebody went off as in, into the military, everybody knew about it. We all said goodbyes and, you know, said thank you for it. And it was a, it was kind of a big to do. So um, I wanted some of that, you know, I wanted the, the community to understand that I was serving, giving back in service. I grew up in scouting. My dad was scout master and, you know, I played sports and the national anthem always gave me chills when, you know, I played. So it's, it's one of those things where I feel like in small town America, 
the essence of giving back is is a little more magnified and, and noticed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that was one of one of the reasons I wanted to go in. And I also, you know, at, at that at that age, I knew that college was probably um, it wasn't that it was a waste of time for me. It was just I wanted to I wanted to be out of the small town. Let's be honest. I wanted to get out and see the world because I hadn't seen enough. Right. Of it. But you were giving back to the country. How do you think today that we can get our young people to realize that this is the greatest country on the planet Earth? And that is a reason why so many people are coming, like you said, flooding our borders to get a piece of that American dream, the dream that a lot of people like the millennials feel as if though, you know, hey, <laughs> we're, we're bad, we're bad people. Well, shameless plug here. Um, that's exactly what I'm trying to do with the Music on a Mission album. Uh, yes. This is the album that I released. It debuted at number six on Amazon and iTunes rock charts. So it was me, Greta Van Fleet. Um, Shine Down, Godsmack, and then Dave Bray USA. So I'm pretty proud of the Music on a Mission album. Um, that album is completely dedicated not only to men and women of service, but exactly that message. I narrate in between each of the songs to let them know that songs like God Bless America, they've been altered and changed to take things like prayer out. Right. Um, you know, the national anthem and the Star Spangled Banner are things and our flag are things that we need to keep honestly across the board. Everybody needs to just revere them and and pay tribute to the men and women who have sacrificed for those freedoms even if it is to do whatever you want and have your freedom of speech so this whole entire album like you said how do we reach the kids right so i wanted to get to music first of all and then you heard a piece of last call i want them to understand that there are those of us out here that are not so politically driven that we are blind to their plight and their cause and what they are seeing in this country I wanted them to know that there are adults out here that are on the side of everyone coming together instead of them looking up and saying, well, it's either this choice or this choice. I'm either I have to go down this road or this road. I have to either hate America or love America. I have to hate Trump or I got to I'm going to be demonized by my by my, you know, my race or my colleagues or my friends. So that's what I want to I want to represent. That's what I want people to see and hear my music. I want them to understand that. We are all connected by a, a piece or an entity that is invisible. We are all human beings and a part of a huge ecosystem of human beings that when one of us hurts, all of us hurt in some way, shape or form. Um, it, it is it is a love vibe that I'm trying to put out, but it is also one of a firm belief system in God and country, faith and patriotism. Well, that's interesting because I was looking at the, the notes here uh, about you in your bio and you had mentioned it. You said that this album you're narrating uh, before the songs are played, and you're telling people, hopefully young people that buy your music, about what the st- what the songs stand for. Because now I think in our education system, a lot of kids they don't understand it. Like they're they're against the Star Spangled Banner, they're against God Bless America, and here you are, you're telling them, hey, this is what this song is about. This is what it means to me, and I think that that would go a long way for young people who are clueless as to how our country came to be. We're, we're not without faults, and no country is without faults or mistakes. We've all made mistakes. But where we are now is the reason why so many people want to come to America. And you hear people that say, you know, it's a racist country, but if a country's so racist, why are people still coming here? You went out there for the country to serve the country. And a lot of people aren't doing that. You did it so that people could have the right to vote and to share their opinions, although we may not agree with it, you know, but that's what 
you did. How can we encourage people to do that, our young people? What are, what are you telling your children? Well, I mean, it's, it starts with education at home, kids, um, around television, around the media, around news, the things you watch, what you see on TV, in movies. You have to sometimes pause the movie and say, hey, listen, just to let you guys know, this is not the way this is. This is not this is not the real world. People don't actually think like this. Not everybody needs to think like this. We don't have to have hate or division in our lives. Just like last night, I was watching the BET Awards where they were um, they were paying either tribute or they were introducing a new movie, uh, which was about a guy and a girl where they get pulled over on a date and the guy ends up grabbing a policeman's gun and shooting him. And then they go on the run and they're, quote unquote, the black Bonnie and Clyde. So they're glorifying the shooting of a police officer in a movie and during a time where we are losing, again, more police officers every single day to the line of duty deaths than we ever have in history. That's a scary thing to be glorifying to our youth. Think about how many kids saw that and were like, yeah, you know what? That's my deal. That's what I'm going to go do. Right. I don't like that. I don't, I, and I, that's, that was the point where I turned it off. I said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to support that anymore. So my kids, it's time to go to bed. I apologize. We'll see you later. But mm -hmm. you know, those are the types of things that I don't want to leave behind as an artist. I want my wake, uh, to be left as, hey, it, you know, let's say after I'm gone, dead and gone, somebody actually decides to go back through my entire catalog. Right. They're going to see this, the same things I was screaming about freedom and, and, and justice when I was a young, angrier musician is all similarly related to what I'm yelling and screaming about now or trying to sing about now in that we still need to come together if we're going right. to stand up for freedom. We still need to come together if we're going to stand together as a nation. And if we're going to leave this nation as 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 a as a growing thing, it needs to grow in health. It can't grow in this in this divisive, uh, right. you know, this divisive climate. Right, right. And in this political climate, uh, as I mentioned, started off saying you have a lot of artists that are attacking our, our president and attacking a lot of the conservatives. How do you find yourself in that space? Because some people they just refuse to say they they just go with the flow. You know, if this is what they're doing, like our late night comedians nonstop attacks of the president. You have a lot of singers, Ben Midler, who's doing the same thing. You have Cher. So are, are you concerned that this would stifle your career by you not going the other way? I think art, I think art is so, I don't even know what the word is for it. You know, it, it, we can all say that we hate Eminem because of what he stands for, but the guy's gifted. And that is something that you can't take away from him. Um, we can say that we hate other artists because they stand for Trump. But if you really get down to the depths of what they're doing, is it good? Is it good art or is it bad art? Is it performed well? Is it not performed well? Is it done in taste or is it not done in taste? All that stuff kind of goes out the window when it comes to art, because we as human beings are instantly either attracted or not attracted to that art. Right. And that goes for every genre, every medium. You know, we can either say, ah, it's not for me or that, that's totally cool. I'd hang that on my wall. Mm -hmm. Um so the same goes for music. Uh, a lot of people want to listen to something that they want people to hear them listening to instead of stuff that they really want to listen to or that is interesting to them. They don't want to get caught listening to an Eminem song because Eminem went and did a Trump bashing thing in a garage. You know what I mean? So that's the thing with art. And that's the strange part about art is that artists are so fluid that they can find a way to represent 
different sides of different stories because they're artists. They can look at the Trump situation or they can look at the Obama situation and say, you know what, I'm going to take this angle and I'm going to paint or I'm going to draw or I'm going to do this narrative or I'm going to sing this song that is going to represent this, this side. But that same artist has the exact same ability to do the same same thing for the other side. There's, there's a, a fluid nature to artists, genuine artists, that I feel can take both sides of any entity, twist it and turn it and do whatever they want with it. That's what art is. It's a manipulation of the construct of what we're given every single day to make something completely different out of it. Right, right. Okay. Now, I understand that you and your company, you guys are also making t-shirts. Could you tell us a little bit about that? So Brave Day USA, Brave Day is... Dave Bray USA, just switched a couple letters. I know that's not very, it's pretty basic. <laughs> but anyway, Brave Day USA is about walking fearless in faith and knowing where you are and where you're going and making every day a brave day. So we talk about putting on the armor in the Bible. We talk about that in Ephesians. And we, I started it during a time where I was not very faithful. You know, I was not in a great place. I didn't have a very strong bond with God. I wasn't feeling like I was being a great citizen, a great Christian, a great person, and um, my wife and I had uh, talked about making a t-shirt company, and I said, well, what does that even look like? You know, here I am, you know, what do I want to wear that's going to help somebody else, or the same with my music. How do I reflect with my music in a way that I want everyone to see me, or, or want everybody to understand what I'm trying to do, and that's where Brave Day USA started, and I, I took the you know, Ephesians 6, 11, put on the armor and battle against the wiles of the devil. Right. So I took that and I said, well, what does the armor look like? And it started out with one shirt and it just said JC 33, Jesus Christ, 33 years. And it had a little cross on the front and on the back, it said, who would you die for? Wow. And, and I thought about that and I said, that's a cool shirt. Why not? You know, he died for everyone. He died, right. lived for God and died for everyone else. That's one of the lines in my song, the hunter. He lived, lived for God, died for everyone else. Right. And I said, wow, how powerful is that? So who would you die for is the same representation of basically taking on that, that if you had to be in that position, who would you die for? It's a question. And I said, yeah. okay, that's the direction we're going to go. So we're going to go with faith, putting on the armor, asking questions. And these shirts, they started to uh, sort of just pop up. You know, I just started sketching and writing and drawing. And then we finally built an entire... Uh, clothing line based on faith and patriotism. Um, one of our best sellers is one that says, without God, there is no country. And it has the 50 star flag field and it is missing the cross in the middle of the, in the 50 star flag field. So that without God, there is no country t-shirt ends up becoming one of our best sellers. And we really start scratching our heads as to why, because it's making a statement because it's saying something and it's engaging people in conversation in the grocery store line. That's exactly what I want my music to do. That's what I want the t-shirt brand to do as well. Right. And, and the other thing that you mentioned where you were saying, JC, Jesus Christ, you know, I think of in today's society, people think that professing that you're a Christian is not cool, but it is cool. It can be cool. You know, you think that people that are Christians, they're buddy duddies and they're boring. And it's like, that's not it at all. I mean, look at yourself. You know, a Christian musician, entertainer who's spreading the word, you know, about Jesus through your music and patriotism. And to me, I think that says a lot. And if our young people, if we, if we could get our young people to see that and to realize it, that there is hope out there, because I think a lot of them, they don't have hope. So they gravitate toward the negativity because they feel that it makes them cool and it makes them feel good. But at the end of the day, they're still the same person. 
you know, and they need something to reach out to, to hold on to. Where can we find your t-shirts? Where can they go online to get your shirts? So everything is at DaveGrayUSA.com. Again, you can get autographed CDs there. Um, oh. or, or you can download all the music on Amazon, iTunes, CD Baby, anywhere music is sold. The t-shirts, every t-shirt order that goes out gets a free autographed CD. Um, okay. If, if they spend $50 or more, they get a free decal, so on, so on, all the way up to $100. If you spend over $100, uh, I do an autographed, handwritten lyric sheet for you on the back of one of my posters. Uh, and if people check out the Dave Bray USA Facebook page, they'll see kind of all those different things and those incentives as well. Terrific. Well, as you were talking, I was playing uh, your song, Last Call, because we're now upon the hour. So I would like to thank you, Dave, for uh, joining me for the podcast. Thanks, Again, Harper, and you're listening to the New Right Network Right Now podcast. Follow us on Twitter at New Right Network, as well as our online presence, newrightnetwork.com. Uh, Dave, thank you. All the best. And uh, keep singing, man. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so very much to all your listeners. You're listening to the New Right Network. This is Daybreak USA signing out. Don't forget to stay the course, finish the fight, never surrender. And I will see you all on the other side of freedom. So be well and God bless. Thanks. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.